you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out, I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor, why don't you act like this is an AA meeting, and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group. And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what, you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Hafiz, and with me, as always, is Devin, and we are about to talk about AEW Dynamite. Uh, this past show uh, went off and was a solid show from top to bottom. Yes. Uh, advertised, we had a face-to-face between Broken Matt Hardy, the return of Broken Matt Hardy, with yes. Chris Jericho uh-huh. for uh, in-ring face-off, which did not disappoint at all. Um, but yeah, we're going to go through this whole card. Uh, Devin, before we do, uh, what are some of your general thoughts about what we saw on the show? General thoughts, man. I just keep it real brief. I really thoroughly enjoyed the commentary from Tony Schiavone, Cody Rose, and Kenny Omega. You really understood the love they have for wrestling, especially uh, from Cody Rose, man. And Kenny, Kenny Omega, man, he's a natural on the commentary. I'm like, this dude has skills. So, yeah, man, I just want to say that. I enjoy the commentary from, from Tony Schiavone, Cody Rhodes, and Kenny Omega. So, here's, here's where we may differ a little bit. So, I enjoyed the show a lot, and I did appreciate the commentary from Cody Rhodes and, and, and uh, Kenny Omega. But it actually kind of threw me off a little bit because I'm just so used to what we what we get from, uh, like, um, the, the commentary crew that they have with JR and Tony Schiavone. And, like... This, it felt a little bit off to me uh, at certain points. Like, Cody, I felt like he almost went away from from um, the match a couple times and was talking about other things. Like, when Sammy Guevara's match was going on and they had the, the, the pictures drawn of all the characters from, well, not all the characters from Star Trek. It was one guy from Star Trek. And then it was Brandy. And I forget who the middle character was. Was it Jericho? It was Jericho, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and he couldn't figure out who the guy from Star Star Trek was. And he kept trying to get, you know, like, who is that person instead of focusing in on the championship match that was happening? Because it was a pretty big match just for the AAA title, um, you know, between Kenny Omega and Sammy Guevara. I felt like Cody No, what the Star Trek nerd came out of me, so... You were into that. That, that yeah. didn't bo- that didn't bother me at all, not one percent. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, you know what? I'm not going to hate on that. That it didn't work for you, man. I get it. You're like, hey, let's get back to this I'm match, like, man. Get back to the match. <laughs> I don't care about and, this. But okay. I'm like, I'm like Cody. I'm trying to think. All right, it's Captain Picard. You know, Captain uh, from Star Voyager, uh, Janeway. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think just like that, bro. I'm a Star Trek nerd, too. So I was like, okay, okay. I, you know what? Hey, man, to, to each his own. But I'm not going to even knock on that, man, because I get it. Yeah. I get it. That was that was really the only thing. But overall, I did appreciate it because, they, again, they're doing the best they can with, with the situation they have. You know, they yeah. put their whole 
you know, selves into it. And he was just being honest. Like he's, he's a Trekkie. He's really into that. And so he just wanted to know, like, who is that? So it is what it is, but it just, it, it was a distraction for me from a match that I thought was like, this is huge, man. This is the mega title being defended right here on, on AEW. That's crazy. Yeah. And Sammy Gamara getting a chance at it, man. Like let's, let's call this match up. And also too, like he didn't really address the fact. I mean, I guess I'm going right into that match, but he didn't address the fact that uh, Sammy, kept trying to get well, he was like flirting with brandy yeah like that hardcore. okay that, that's, that's real yeah, I, I didn't like that really i didn't admit to that it. yeah because i wanted him to react to it especially when when sammy was uh you know tongue tongue kissing, kissing. Of brandy. <laughs> really going hard Brandy's yeah. uh reaction was priceless loved just, it <laughs> she just had a disgusted look out of this girl cringe face like <laughs> right oh, <laughs> what is happening no you know yeah I, but i told i totally agree with that part though yeah he, he didn't react especially when even the first time he came to the to the pictures and he went right in front of the brandy look look like picture and cody wasn't even you know, talking about it at all. He was, yeah. you know, trying to figure out the Star Trek captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was, it was like, it was just yeah. really It can be distracting. I get that. Wife, man, like, like say something. It just, it just felt a little bit, bit off there. Like he didn't know how to commentate on that or like what direction they wanted to go with that. Maybe he didn't expect Sammy Guevara to do what he was doing. And that wasn't like a planned thing. So he just kind of, called it like a regular commentator versus like, hey, I'm Cody Rhodes and that's my wife and hey man, I'm about to come down there and beat the shit out of you for doing this, man. Like, you know, that's what I was expecting from him, but none of that. So yeah, it was just a little bit off for me. But overall, like it was it was cool getting the the calls from their perspective and and hearing what they had to say about some of these matches while they were going on. Um I did think that they brought in a unique perspective. Um, but we'll get into it a little bit more. So um, they started off basically Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega with Tony Giovanni um, over there in commentary. But then Cody immediately left commentary to go and because he had a matchup. He was he was the first match on the card. It was yep. him and Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> Straight to business. Went, Jack right of all from, trades. <laughs> <laughs> just said, OK, let me go do my answers real quick and have this match. And, um, you know, point of, point of note here, Jimmy Havoc. Is that was actually undefeated, you know, until this matchup because he ended up losing to Cody Rhodes um, mm-hmm. in this match. So, uh, solid match. Uh, Jimmy, Havoc, yeah, Jimmy Havoc is, is a solid wrestler, uh, more, more of a hardcore, hardcore, yeah, hardcore style. Right. So this one was a little bit like not completely a Jimmy Havoc style matchup, but it was a solid matchup. Well, still slightly hardcore, you know, got in the mouth of Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, just I, I appreciate it. It was what it was. It was it was a solid matchup. I mean, what are some of your thoughts on this one? Yeah, same here, man. I, I got nothing, you know, more else to add to that. You know, you said it well. It was just it got slight hardcore, you know, when Jimmy Havoc got in the mouth of Cody Rhodes. But other than that, it, it was a solid match, though. Yeah. All right. So then we had Darby Allen against Kip Sabian, which super really, bad, super Kip bad. Sabian. Kip Sabian. Yep. Right. Super bad. So and and I I appreciated uh, this matchup a lot from the standpoint of just two young up and coming talents for for AEW. Uh, yes. Specifically, Darby Allen, obviously, like mm-hmm. he's the guy that we're 
you know, really seeing as, as being the future of, of AEW. And Cody Rhodes uh, was not shy about saying. I was how, just about to mention that. Yeah, you beat me to it. Yeah, just he, he compared him to Sting. He yes. said, hey, you, you see this young Sting in, in, uh, in Darby Allen, like even with the the little Darbies and comparing them to the little Stingers when Sting, you know, was at his height, you know, like, so I'm like, man, that, that is high praise and a great comparison for, for Darby Allen. Like, you know, to be, to be fair, you know, and all in full disclosure for me, I wasn't the biggest Sting fan. Um, I thought the Sting was, was cool, but you know, I was more on the WWE side. So same here, you know, same here. Only time I, I switched when WWE would be in commercial. I'm like, all right, let's see what's going on. Nitro. Other than yeah. that, I was back on raw. Exactly. Same. Same here. But, you know, I respect Sting and I understand like what the impact that Sting had and what he meant to the fans and to the hardcore WCW fans. So to say that about Darby Allen, like that's huge. So um, that was man. Even even he was giving a high praise to Kip Sabian, man. He said Kip Sabian actually gave him he thought Kip Sabian was slightly a, a tougher opponent than Darby Allen, man. Did, you, know. you know, so he was he was giving high praise to the future, and I love that man from uh, uh, from uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, that seemed to be a, a theme here. Is is Cody was just putting people over left and right, you know, on this card. You know, the matches that he called, you know, even if it was somebody that maybe he particularly had had an issue with or whatever, he still kind of called it. You know, like this guy is, you know, he showed respect to to a lot of the the different talents there. So it was awesome. It was awesome to to hear that from from Cody. Um, but yeah, great match from the two from those two guys, Darby Allen and Kip Sabian. Great matchup. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, Darby Allen finished him with a leg lock, uh, but it was a pinning. It was a it was a pin, right? It wasn't a submission um, that he finished him with. Yeah, it was like a leg lock. He calls the Last Supper. Last Supper, yeah. So uh, got the got the victory there. So solid matchup for those two guys. Definitely, man. The future of AEW right there. Mm-hmm. And then we had Jake Hager versus Chico Adams, which was a basically a squash match. I mean, Jake Hager had it. Uh, well, yeah. Essentially, it was. It, was. it could have been stronger, though. I think. Well, yeah. You could have. He could have looked better. I feel like Jake Hager so far, and and I don't know, I might be you know going to the stream a little bit here, but I feel like as a wrestler, he's been a bust on AEW. Like, <laughs> like he's not that intimidating. The way they built him up, it was like, oh, he's gonna be dominating, dude. Yeah, he's undefeated Bellator, you know, fighter, like just badass. And then he, he doesn't need a submission move like that, man. He no. needs a power slam move. Yeah. Like I just beat you three count is coming you you know it is coming yes yes i would be more for that this right here it just kind of sucks the air out of the match it does it's over really he got a little chico adams got a little offense and i'm like how is he the enforcer yeah how is he undefeated yeah mma tell me somebody tell me how sway yeah. <laughs> well, now they're trying to build up this match with Moxley, which that really doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I get it that he put him out for a little bit, you know. Um, well, you, I, I think you want to take out the inner circle one by one, maybe. Yeah, but then he said for this, like you pointed to the title. I'm like, you better not be giving him a title shot. Like that just doesn't make sense at all. But. John Moxley doesn't just doesn't make sense at all. 
So I can't really argue with that. That's true. Exactly. Just, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. It just, I don't know. I, I'm not not really feeling J.K. Gear. Like, if I were to kick out hey, one man. member of the inner circle, it would be J.K. Gear. Hey, you know what? And I will co-sign with you on that because you know how I felt about that, especially the, these last couple of showings, I want to say, against uh, with the, the natural yeah. Dusty Rhodes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dustin took him to, to right, task. Man. Like, it was, he was this close to pulling this off, man. I'm like, why is this so close? It was like 15, 16 minutes, man. And what? As soon as the match was done, like, yeah, he, yeah, Jake Hager won, but he looked so winded, bro. He was out of breath. He was like, huh, huh, the natural. Huh, huh, yeah. Huh. I'm like, really, bro? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I guess, you know. Um, so yeah, well, it's, it's inevitable, uh, Moxley versus Hager, it's going to happen. I mean, hopefully, you know, Moxley brings out a, a better side, a more vicious side to Hager and yeah, Hager, he needs a better finisher. He definitely needs a better finisher. Cause that one is not, it's not working. Nah, man. Submission. Nah, that maybe that works be- better for a smaller guy. Yeah. A man, his size, he needs a power finisher, bro. I'm sorry. Like I'm, right, I'm so bring that swagger bomb. bomb back, bro. Yeah, the swagger bomb. Yeah, <laughs> why not? It'd you know what I'm saying? Better. Just, just you need to like, like I want to feel the way they built him up. It was almost like I mean, this is this is maybe too much uh, um, hype, but like a Brock Lesnar type oh, you know, like yeah. yep, power they did. Guy. They like did. When he first came, you know, he was power bombing Spike Dudley and Jeff Hardy just out of their boots, you know, like a guy like that. Um, but it's just not. He's not that guy. He's just not. It's not happening, man. Man, so expose JK now, just got exposed. Well, a guy that so far is living up to the hype is Brody Lee. <laughs> now I need you to break down because I feel like you will break this down perfectly in terms of him at the table, bro. <laughs> eating the steak. This was all right. So it, it makes me think: Does does Vixman Man actually thinks like this? Does he does he gets upset? Well, we heard rumors about how he gets upset, you know, people sneezing because he's it looks at that as a sign of weakness. So all right, let me paint the picture here, man. Let me back up. <laughs> all right, man. Let me paint the picture. All right. So we're we're doing a backstage segment where we're not in a segment. I guess we're in like in a in a, in a kitchen or not a kitchen, but a, a dinner table. Yeah. And we have Alex Reynolds and Joe Silver or John Silver, John Silver on each of the other side of the table. And then we have Brody, who's at the head of the table, eating a beautiful looking steak, man. Just eating gorgeous steak and just, you know, telling him like this is the new Dark Order. And first of all, let me hit a pause on this. This caught me off surprise. I'm thinking it's going to be some type of cult. This man is about business. He got stock plan. ROI, he is ready for today's world. <laughs> He's ready to take over. This is about to be like a corporate dark order going on, bro. He, he He's ready to take over, man. Monopolize the game here. <laughs> All right. So he's... <laughs> All right, so he's back at the table eating this steak. Talking about, yeah, this is the new Dark Order, man. This is what we're going to do. He's getting on John. He's getting on Alex. It's like, man, I don't understand. It's like, I don't understand you guys. And you see John Silver getting ready to eat his steak. He's getting ready to cut into it. And that must have 
piss Brody the hell off. He went off. He was like, no, no, no hell no. <laughs> no. He got up. He was like, you don't eat. He's like, you don't eat until I finish eating. You don't eat until I finish eating. He told him to get out. He's like, get out. I'm like, done. <laughs> he was like, does it look like I'm done? Does it look like I'm done? You don't start until I finish eating. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, dude, he is on one. All right, so John Silver, he's gone. He got kicked out. All right, so we go in Alex Reynolds. He's he's looking, he's staring at the steak because it looks good. So he's staring at it like he wants to, but he doesn't even tempt. But what he does, though, he sneezes. And Brody lost his shit. <laughs> he was like, get out. What? You sneezed? Get out. Get out of here. Get out of here. Kick Alex Reynolds out for sneezing. I was like, and that was the end, man. It, it, I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, and I, I'm laughing. And I thought this was, was genius from Brody. Uh, because it caught me off guard of how we're setting up the the new dark dark order now, so it seemed like we're coming from maybe a corporate view from it. Because you see Brody Lee sitting in this like three hundred dollars suit, fancy tie, pink tie, fancy dress shirt he's wearing. So he's not in this dark order get up like his wrestling gear, not wearing like a a, a robe or anything like that over his head. You know, we're going to do some type of symbolic worship. None of that. He's eating at a table, eating a fancy looking steak, <laughs> kicking people out for eating, try to start eating after he, uh, before he finished eating. And then people sneezing in his vicinity, vicinity. It's, it, it was insane, man. Like, uh, I love this segment, bro. <laughs> there was something about it. I almost had like a mob boss vibe to yes, it. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> he's gone and like he's taking no shit from any of his guys. Like just he's trying to motivate him and say, "Hey, you know, it's about like being basically being like it's almost like Darwinism, you know, like survival of the fittest. Yes. Like you, you, you gotta be, you know." great in order to survive with me you know and if you're not gonna be great then you will not last long you don't eat at the table with me you don't sneeze around me you will not exist around me <laughs> unless you're at a certain level right so oh, i loved man. it i loved it man it was great and then he had the match right afterwards with qt marshall and oh man just just get into that a little bit too it was now that's how you destroy somebody. If you want a dominating performance, you watch the Brody Lee against KT Marshall because KT Marshall didn't get any type of offense in. It was all Brody Lee. It went up from the outside of the ring, continued inside of the ring, and ended with his sister Abigail esque setup into the message to that Larian message. Yeah, message. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is pissed. Like yes, this he dude is. is angry. Yes, he like is. the look on his face after he won the matchup, man. I looked in his eyes. I'm like, he's looking at Vince McMahon through the camera, and he's y'all killing him with his eyes right y'all, now. Like y'all effed up. I could have yeah. been y'all superstar. I could have been y'all main eventer. He's trying to show him right now. Yep. It's, it's great. It's great. He is, man. man. That dude is a boss, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's all business he like did. i'm watching him now again just seeing him just the look in his eyes man when he's in the ring 
he is he is really like I, like you guys all just effed up and you pissed me off. You disrespected me. You you had me on the shelf. Meanwhile, I come here and it's just like I can finally be me. Creative freedom to this dude too. Oh dude, boy, yes. Is this these are his no ideas? More range. Yeah, this is him. Man. And dude, that match too. Some of those power sets. Even Cody Rhodes, Tony Schiavone pointed out when he did a back suplex without putting the arm behind him for the support. Yeah. When he did it, then he followed it up with the regular suplex. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, bro! He was showing his power. He was yeah. like, man, don't mess with me. I'm Brody Lee. <laughs> Cody, he was telling the ref, he's like, man, ref, you know what? Sometimes you don't need a pin to call the match. Like, just just call it. Like, he, yes, he's yep. <laughs> right. he just saying, hey, maybe the ref should just step in right step now. Step in, yep. Match. Yeah. Yeah, he, he what a what a debut for, for him, man. Just those segments, because they started off talking about what happened last week in his debut. Then they showed the promo or the the, the dinner table set up with the, with the steak. And then you had the match. What a way to showcase this man. It's just, they they really are giving him his moment to shine, and I love it. I love it. Because yeah, we, we know how talented this man yeah, is. We, yeah, they, and they said it too, like, you know, I knew him by his other name. Like, yeah, we all know. They said it a few times. Like, we know what yeah. you can do. And, 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 you know, other wrestling promotions, like, yes, we do. Yep. So, yeah, man. Real happy for him, man. Brody Lee, I'm here for it. This is going to be great. It's going to be a fun, yeah, fun ride to be on. I think this is a, you know, clear picture of another man's trash is another man's treasure. Treasure. Yep. 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 100%. All right, we had a segment happen with Vanguard One. So uh, basically, we were gonna see Nick Jackson and get a get a insight into Nick Jackson's status and his recovery and how long he'll be out. And so it turned out it was gonna be Vanguard One actually flying over to Nick Jackson's house. Which uh, I don't know if it was it was Cody or Kenny that was like, man, how, how much money is he getting paid? Because that's a big old house for Nick Jackson. So that was kind of that funny. was Kenny that was saying that, man. Was that Kenny? Yeah, okay, that was Kenny, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, how much money is he getting paid? So you know, a lot of acres, man. Right. <laughs> Vanguard one, you know, zooms over to, to to spy on Nick Jackson. Then it's like okay, sixty eight, sixty five. Then it settled on sixty one percent. So sixty one percent healed. Healed. It's <laughs> where Nick Jackson's at. He was doing some some calisthenics, you know, some jumping yeah. jacks, push ups, all that kind of stuff. Sees Vanguard one. Then uh, Vanguard seems like gonna take a while, man. Just as long as you know Goku healing up in that chamber when he got his ass whooped. <laughs> right. Horses <laughs> and beans and some more time in the chamber. It'll be fine. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but fun fun uh segment there and just building up matt hardy for later on in the show um the match i mentioned a little bit earlier for the triple a mega campion championship uh kenny omega the defending champion uh went against sammy guevara kenny omega ended up defending his title successfully but it was a damn good match i enjoyed the hell out of this match oh man yeah just it had everything. And Mega wanted to put it like, and I'm all right. I'm done with this. I'm through with Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Gave him well, like two or three straight V triggers. Triggers, yeah. Those were stiff V triggers. Oh, I mean, God. a lot of shots in this in this match were stiff. A couple times I was like, man, like this this feels like a little bit. You know, they they're really trying to put on a show here, man. Oh, yeah, and I, yeah, they're getting physical. They did. They definitely did. getting physical, man. Yeah, man. So yeah, those V triggers was definitely looking very stiff. Yeah, 
But shout out to Sammy Guevara, who is starting to grow on me more and more and more. Like at first, when he joined the the um, the, the oh my god, the, inner uh, circle, inner circle. Thank you. Um, I was like, ah, I don't know. But then recently, he's been showing out real good in these matches. Um, and in this one too, just the whole how he was with Brandy Rose and just continuing to antagonize her. Uh, we talked about it a little bit, you know, just with the with the art, the drawing of her, like tongue kissing that, and just just being super creepy. And then the reaction from her was priceless. Um, you know, just being even during uh, Kenny's entrance, he went out to the seats and started booing with, with, Kenny <laughs> with Chris Jericho during his entrance while sitting next to Chris Jericho with the cartoon <laughs> Chris Jericho poster. Yeah, <laughs> and doing work. the same smile what they do the side by side smile as well. Yeah, <laughs> man, it was just awesome, just awesome matchup. It felt like I don't know the exact count, but I felt like it went about twenty, maybe maybe even longer. But it was about twenty minutes, I want to say. Um, yeah, and at the end, like uh, before the last V trigger, Sammy Guevara just kind of gave him the middle finger, you know, just like in defiance, like you know, f you, like you just go ahead and try to take me out, but I'm still like be as defiant as all hell. Uh, took that V trigger, then one winged angel, and yeah, it was a stiff one winged angel that he hit him with at the end, and that was it, man. Counted three, got the win. Kenny Omega still champion. Uh, he sold the arm injury, the hand injury throughout the whole thing. Uh, just, just great storytelling by these guys, man. I, I think, man, that that felt like a five star matchup to me. I mean, some might say four, but I, that was that was damn good. I'm close to it, man. Four and a half, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. That's Maybe that fair. crowd would, would have took it to that five. Oh yeah, I'm saying without that, just without looking at crowd, the crowd, what it was. Yeah, yeah I, I would say yeah. like that if, if there had. But been that's a when crowd, the crowd comes in, though, man. Like it was, yeah. it was a damn good match. I'm like, I'm not like, it was damn good. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I really enjoyed it. I loved this matchup. Um, any other thoughts before we move on to the main event? No, nah, man, you broke that down very well, man. We move it right along to Damascus. <laughs> oh man this this well let, before we even get into this i guess do you want to talk at all about the the podcast um that jericho had with matt hardy because i heard a little bit of it i didn't hear the whole thing um i'm still planning on listening to it but they did kind of talk about um you know matt's reasoning for for leaving the the w the wwe for aew so i don't know if you got a chance to catch that you heard a little bit man go ahead and break down what you heard well, just just from my perspective, I mean, it was interesting. He just talked about like, look, they they actually did offer him a lot of money to to stay, but at this point in his career, it's not about the money anymore. You know, it's just about like how you're going to use me because it seems like the WWE is buying up all these 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 guys like giving people contracts just because they're afraid of what other companies are going to do. You're trying to monopolize the talent, man. Exactly. So, you know, for Matt Hardy, he's like, you know, I would rather just maybe I got three, four years left. I want to enjoy my time in wrestling for those last couple of years. And he feels like the best place for him to do that is an AEW where he's going to have like more creative control. and He's actually going to do something. So, you know, and you can't blame him the way the way he's talking. Yeah, I mean, he's made he's made his money. You know, and now it's just got to be about like creatively, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to just make the money and sit on the sidelines or do you want to do something that you feel proud of? It does. It befuddles me, too, man. I hate to cut in, but I got to cut in. man. It it befuddles me, too, man, because Vince McMahon, like, he doesn't get this yet. Like, you're going to lose talent because you're trying to buy your way in. Like, man, just give him the creative freedom. 
Yeah. To let their juices flow, man. Like you saw, you know, uh, a perfect example when they got the creative juices flowing. Man, you see what you can do, man. Yeah, he just it's just his way of the highway, man, really is what it is. We just keep seeing it. I mean, Moxley talked about it. Now you got Matt Hardy talking about it. I read the thing about Darby Allen, too, where he talked about it as well. You know, like, I mean, again, you know, he was in Evolve, you know, and Evolve and WWE have that relationship. You know, usually guys from Evolve go straight to NXT. Um, it happens time and time again. You know, so and then but in this instance, he said, no, the, the reason why he didn't sign with WWE was because of creative control. You know, like he knew that they would probably do some weird, you know, have him in the boiler room, you know, jacking off. Basically. <laughs> exactly, man. You know, so like yep. just just why? Why would you stay if you can already kind of see that they don't you know what they're doing with other guys who are similar to you? You know, like you don't fit that. That that uh you know six foot four six foot three whatever like big guy yeah you know like two sixty two eighty yeah if you're not that guy then your chances of making it in Vince McMahon's eyes are nil man like it's, look at Ricochet right like there's just so yeah. many so many examples wrestling purgatory man that's where you you'll get down to you know and then they'll just suck that passion away and that's why I'm like like little by little I see that Ricochet man. Yeah, that passion just for wrestling, you know, losing. I hate to see that, man. Yeah, that's where I feel like NXT, you know, is the one uh, saving grace for some of those guys yeah. on WWE right now. Is just just go down there with with uh, you know Triple H and and Regal, and and they just seem to to get it. Yeah, they, respect they put a plan order. in place, man. They'll get some. You know, look yeah, what exactly. they did for Finn Balor, man. Exactly. Look what they're doing. They're taking care of uh, Charlotte Flair down there too. Yep. Yep. So, but yeah, on AEW side though, it's like that's that just seems to be a place where you know it's a it's a, a fun place to work where you just are able to tell your stories. I mean, it's more collaborative, you know. Then they they're like, hey, you got an idea? You want to roll with it? Let's let's do it. Let's see. Let's let's try it. You know, and it's just so cool. I mean, we're seeing it with Brody Lee. You know. And, oh yeah. And Matt Hardy. You know, like this this character. It's so crazy to me that it was such a big thing in TNA. And then he went to WWE and it just like the fans were already saying delete before Matt Hardy got to WWE. Yes. Yep. Right. They and were. then he's in WWE mm-hmm. and they just erased that. They, they, act, they acted like that didn't really exist. Like he would do it on his own from time to time. But then all of a sudden you start seeing him being the Matt Hardy from like the early 2000s. Yeah. And I'm like, why is he this character now? Sometimes he was coming out to his old music, like Matt Hardy version. 1.0 or something like that yeah yeah like this this is weird like no the the most pop the, the most successful character that he had you know was broken matt hardy and to not Back. do that with him it just doesn't make any sense that's the money right yeah. there they missed the beat they definitely missed they they dropped the ball on that uh man i totally concur on that man because you got with matt hardy what he's doing right now with that character, and you know, when we were when you when you had talked about the podcast, I love the background of him coming up with that character of what he kind of used uh, for yeah. him for for the idea, like certain shows, like he said, True Blood, which I used to watch that show all the time. So I'm a big True Blood fan. So he said he used some of those shows, which I can see now. I'm like, yeah, that actually makes sense, man. So uh, him pulling ideas of you know here and there and putting it together, man, it's a work of art from him. Well, and also, too, he talked about, like, his um, 
building a character that would be more about the character than the wrestling and and wrestling to his age because yep. of injuries that he had, you know, in in while during his time in in uh, WWE with all the like TLC matches that they had with him and his brother Jeff. Um, you know, just to do something that would allow him to not put as much wear and tear on his body. Because towards the end of his, his um, 2010 uh, stint, when he asked for his release, part of it was because, you know, of injuries. And he was he was taking pills and painkillers yeah. to, to ease the pain. And he didn't he was not in a good place, like health wise. He just felt like he was not going down the right road. So he just said, you know what, I, I, I need to take care of myself. And then, you know, he left. He left the WWE, asked for his release. And, you know, then after some time off, you know, he was able to heal. And then he decided to create this character that, again, would just be more, you know, about him just being a larger than life character so that he could really entertain in a, a different way. And it's the best work that he's ever done. It, it is. It is. He's never been more creative. And at first, I when I first heard about it, I was like, Man, what? What is he doing? This sounds weird as hell. Like, something wrong with Matt. Sometimes I like weird, and weird is good. Yeah, well, it's it's one of those things that once you see it, you know, and you you really like give it a chance, you start to understand what he's trying to do. If you get it in small bites, you're like, oh, he's just gone nuts. You know what I'm saying? It's like Joaquin Phoenix when everyone thought he went nuts. You know, uh, for, there was he was doing like method acting and he was like rapping and doing all this other stuff. And was like, oh, man, is Walking Phoenix going nuts? But he's actually just method acting for a movie that he had coming up. So with Matt, you know, it was almost a similar thing for me because I wasn't watching TNA, but I would hear about it. And you just hear about this, this, you know, video thing that he did and this movie he did with Jeff Hardy. And it's just like, oh, boy, like, I don't know, man, is Matt OK? And then you watch it and. You know, you start then you start to see some of his matches, and you just see it more and more. And eventually, you know, because even after the f- the first movie, I still wasn't completely on board. But I had seen some uh, matches, like in ring matches in TNA, with that character. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I, I'm starting to get it now. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to understand what he's trying to do. And this is this is actually very entertaining. And I'm I'm wanting to see him more. He's got us talking. You know, whether it's good or bad, he. I think it's good. Talking. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, for for your side, I think it was, you know, you you took to it right away. For me, it took a while, but the point was we were all talking about it. And so it was just great, you know. Because with me, I think what I love about wrestling are the characters. Like, what what's your drive? You know, what makes that character? And what I like about, you know, Matt Hardy, you know, broken character that is just, you know, like you said, is is bigger than life. It's something different. He's he's channeling channeling like a, a you know he says he has a different vessel now and his name called Damascus, which was cool. So I'm I'm all like I'm all in, bro. Yeah, I'm there now. I'm there now. <laughs> like you know, I was I was very disappointed that it didn't really happen in WWE. Yeah, me too. They tried to do it with the Woking character. Yeah, it felt that, like they was onto something, but they just you know they never really gave it a chance. No, I mean, he did get, so he was with Bray, they were tag team champions, and then he got hurt, and so that kind of hurt its chances to really take off, too, but like you said, it didn't really get a chance, because even when he got healthy, he was then, to year 2000, Matt Hardy, with his old music, it was just weird, 
So now, though, in AEW, it seems like, and he even alluded to it, too, like, he he knows what he's doing now. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we're going to get the best version of that broken character in AEW, where he really has the creative control, and then he has a, a, a... platform where it's on uh you know on tnt you know and we all get to see it you know week in week yes. out man like national is... broadcasting network bro yeah dude it's gonna be fun it's yeah, gonna man. be fun yeah so, so break it down man so this is probably a good segue right here man yeah right here i mean basically jericho you know he's wanting to talk to to matt hardy um just to see because he knows that Matt hardy just aligned himself um, you know, with with the elite, but he's like, okay, let, let's 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 give him another chance to to join the inner circle. So you know, he's waiting for Matt Hardy, and then you hear the drone, you hear Vanguard One, you hear the propeller spinning, and he's coming down to the ring. Uh, Jericho sees Vanguard One, and he's like, okay, you know, not quite what I was expecting, but I'm glad you're here because you know, and he starts to cut this promo <laughs> with Vanguard One. Yeah, you know, Shavati was like, is, is Jericho cutting a promo? Cutting, right, <laughs> dude. It was it was great, man. Just him, just going in on Vanguard One. He just he didn't like his politics. You know, <laughs> like I don't like the political ideas. <laughs> You're talking to Jericho, but nah, he just he he was totally he was dead serious, bro. He was dead serious <laughs> about about everything he was saying to Matt Guard one. He was pissed, um, but then he said, even though I'm saying all of this, I still respect you, and I'm still gonna offer you a spot. In the inner circle, <laughs> he offered Vanguard one the spot in the inner circle. It was it was great, man. Like some of the things he was saying, he was like, "Look, man, like think about the power that we'll install in your propellers. Think about the Instagram drone models, right? The Instagram drone models. Think about the, the bubbly that we're gonna pump into your gas tank. You'll be finding, you'll be smoking the finest of mechanical cigars, like." <laughs> Just gold, man. Just just delivering just all the all, all the truth he can, can can give him right now, man. Like, oh my god! Oh, it was yeah, great. It, it was, was great. And then you know he's like, all right. So what's it gonna be? Vanguard one, and then Vanguard one slowly starts flying backwards. He's like, no, get back here, get back here. And then you know Vanguard one flies away, and then you see Matt Hardy in the background. He's there, you know, he's posing way up, way up in the in the rafters. But then he teleports down. <laughs> the seat below him, and you're like, wait, what? And then uh, I think it was uh, Kenny Omega. He's like, am I dreaming? Did yeah, I he was I- Kenny Omega. Like, <laughs> he was I like dream? shocked by that. And they were trying to move on. <laughs> Kenny Omega was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, man. Like, no, 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 no. I gotta know. Did you guys see what I just saw? Like, he literally just started teleporting. So he teleported from one seat to another seat to another seat. <laughs> to another seat and he got closer and closer to the ring and then he's like you know right there at the barricade then he yeah. walks up to the ring you know, and then it's just him and Jericho in the middle of the ring Jericho like, playing it off too as well oh <laughs> yeah man. he's like wait wait a minute how, how, how'd you <laughs> it was just oh man it was it was great just camera camera work there and just working that man it was fun to watch um, and then, yeah, just, uh, I mean, you alluded to it. Like he's saying, you know, you may recognize this vessel, but yes. I am no longer Matt Hardy. I am Damascus. I am three, what do you say? 300 or 3,000 3, years old. Oh my God. 
And I'm going to let the inner circle destroy the paradise of all of really wrestling. <laughs> yes, yes. Dude, man, oh, Matt Hardy man. is yes. completely invested in this character. He's back to being broken, Matt Hardy. Yes. And it's gold. It's yes. just pure gold. Yes. So, yeah. It, they, I, uh, I enjoy this. Matt Hardy is gold. When he called Jericho a truly a-hole of an ass, I lost no, he my... Said, he said a, a, a hole in the a- of the ass. Oh, yeah, so truly he... hole of the ass. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I lost my shit, man. I was like, what? <laughs> you just called him an a-hole? <laughs> oh, man. And then when he was trying to say, like, uh, you know, uh, he was saying delete because uh, he's like, Chris Jericho, like, what's it going to be? It's going to be the elite in a circle. He's like, delete. He's like, all right, elite or in a circle, delete. And they're going back and forth, delete, elite, delete. Delete, elite. He's like, forget it, forget yeah. it. It's not even it's like nobody here to even say your catchphrase. He was like, ah, it's like this building is full of essences, <laughs> like the essence of like many souls. Right? I thought uh, you gonna say like the fans, but he starts saying no. Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, right? <laughs> Maximilian. I'm like, what? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln and Martin Luther King in the crowd, and right there, Jericho. I feel like if there was ever a point to break character and just start laughing, yeah. that was the point right yep. there to just be like, oh no, hell no, this man just said Abraham. Right. And Lincoln. Then, dude. Jericho was on point because he stayed in character. That's what made it even fun. He was like, all right, wait a minute. Wait a second. (laughs) He had to take the sunglasses off. He was like, all right, wait a second. (laughs) It's like, there's no one out there. (laughs) Literally no one out there. Oh, man. Yes. It was great. It was great. It was, man. And then, yeah, they came to blows a little bit. Uh, Jericho slapped him. Uh, Matt Hardy then dropped him with one punch, you know, and Jericho actually gave him props for that and said, okay, well, you that that's one thing you did do. You didn't drop me one punch. Okay, all right. Respect to that. Um, but then he said, oh, no. he, what did he say? He said something about magic. He said, I am magic. What, what was uh, when Matt Hardy alluded to that he was magic? I forget what caused him to say that. Was it because he was teleporting? Like, yeah, was yeah, he was teleporting. Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How'd you do that? He's like, because I am magic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Like, what type of weed are you smoking, man? <laughs> I am magic. Okay. Um, so then, yeah, there was uh they came to blows, and then Matt, or, no, Jericho said something about, well, yeah, he knows a trick or two, and he's like, uh, like snapped his fingers, and then uh, Sammy Guevara popped up with, with I think he came in with a chair uh, attack. No, no, he didn't come in with the chair. He just started uh, coming from behind. Oh, did he come behind there? No, actually, he didn't. It was Kenny Omega yeah, and yeah, Cody Rhodes. Okay, the chair. Chair. Yeah, yeah. Sammy Guevara just he snuck in the ring, attacked Matt Hardy, and then uh, both he and Jericho put the boots to to Matt Hardy. And then you had uh, Cody and, and Kenny Omega. They had seen enough, decided to run in with chairs in hand and and attack and uh, save the day for Matt Hardy by attacking Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. And um, you got Chris Jericho and the rest of the inner circle weren't there. So it was just Sammy and Chris. They were at the ramp. And then Matt Hardy starts making the pyro, the flames uh, surround 
Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara. Yes, they're trying hey, to escape. Raise the pirate side. They're like, what the hell is happening? Then he just started doing oh, the lead. Man. The pirate just kept going off. And yeah, it was yeah. great, man. It was great. Yeah. I'm okay, like, yeah, show. it's it's silly, but it's fun, silly, man. Because Dude. the characters are all in with this. Jericho yeah. is is all in. He's selling all in. He's not being like, oh, I got to do this something stupid. Like, no, he's taking this serious, man. That's why it it comes off entertaining. Yeah, yes. if, if anybody, if you don't believe in it, if you, then it, it won't work. No. So yeah, when I first again when I first saw it, I was like, wow, man, I don't know. This 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 just looks like he's gone insane. Like he, Matt Hardy has lost his mind. Even here, if this was the first time I was seeing it, and he's talking about Abraham Lincoln and Matt Hardy, uh, <laughs> Martin Luther King, King you know? the crowd, like, okay, he's lost it. I think Matt Hardy needs help. This was the first time that I had seen it, you know, and he's talking about, you know, Martin Luther King is in the crowd and Abraham Lincoln's in the crowd. I'd be like, all right, no, nah, this is this is goofy. But you know, seeing it and just if you just have fun with it, if you just you know, like, just let it be and just enjoy it for what it is, man. Like, you can see he's just trying to entertain. He's just trying to get get people to just have a good time and have fun. And it's it's great. It's great. Put fun, smile man. on faces, man. Yes, yes. Because he did with me. I enjoy that thoroughly. Oh, yeah. This was so much fun. He, he is crazy as all hell. He's, he's a screw loose when he's this character. You know, even the way he says his words, enunciates, you know, and we talked about it, the whole of the ass, you know, like stuff like that. It's <laughs> the like, butts right. of youth. <laughs> you just want to hear what is he going to say next or what is he going to do next? What yes. crazy thing is he going to come up with next? Like, I'm just so curious, like how he's going to integrate himself into AEW. Like some of the stories he's going to tell now, yeah. man, like, oh, it's going to be. Good. Even the way he talks, his cadence is almost similar to like, uh, what's that one from Star Wars? Uh, to, I, I can't, uh, Baby, not baby, uh, baby Yoda, baby Yoda, man. Oh, just Yoda, just Yoda, just Yoda, though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 just the way he talked, like, kind of reverse, like, over Breaking this things up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> strong with the force, you are, you know, stuff like that, yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> like the young bucks calling the bucks of youth, bucks of youth. <laughs> 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 oh man yeah he's a combination of all sorts of madness man but good for him for creating this character and good for us that we get to enjoy it man this is super entertaining it's just gonna be fun it's gonna be a lot of fun man so yeah they, that's how they ended the show and yeah it was it was a great way to to close it out you know yeah. just such a high note um to uh, what was uh overall just a fun fun show great show like minor gripes with the commentary at times but overall like i i thoroughly enjoyed this show man it was another great one yeah same here man up and down uh i enjoy from the commentating to the hilarious entertainment brought to you by chris jericho and matt hardy man or should I, or should i say damascus Damascus, yeah. <laughs> Matt Hardy is just a vessel. It's Damascus yeah. now. 3,000-year-old Damascus. My goodness. But oh, not to be lost, uh, Brody Lee, man. Another special shout-out to Brody Lee, the boss Brody Lee, taking Chan- no Channeling his like, inner Vince McMahon here. <laughs> Dude, don't sneeze around this man. He will not like it. <laughs> I, don't eat don't, don't, don't eat. start eating right if till he's done eating if you watch Man. his plate if he's not done no 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 don't even touch your food. don't even look at your food 
just face down, man. This man wow. is about business, man. 401ks oh for the Dark Order. Uh, oh, yeah, man. So I know we, you know, at the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to give a big special shout out to a podcast uh, called the Half K Podcast. What they focus on is NXT. Back in the old days, used to do the NXT uh, tryouts and all of that. Uh, I want to do a special shout out because they, you know, tag us into their Twitter and and we're one of their top favorite podcasts to listen to. So I just want to say, hey, man, we appreciate the love and just, just want to do a special shout out for you guys for your uh, podcast, man. So most definitely check them out on Spotify, Apple, Podbean, YouTube, Instagram, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff, man. And, you know, and of course, you know, I, we got to get better at this promoting podcast period well our podcast so i just want to promote our podcast as well the clark street wrestling podcast your boys brought to you by hafiz and Devin. and check us out on you know uh instagram facebook you know and listen to our podcast on google android uh apple spotify breaker all those other podcast apps you know heartbreak all those good or i break whatever those ones are called oh i heart I knew it was one. Something with a heart. <laughs> I heard. That's the right one. Yeah, I got it. I knew I'd figure it out. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, check us out on I heard. But yeah, you know, your boys, Car Street Wrestling Podcast. Hey, man. Well said. Thank you to all that, that listened to us and that shout us out. I mean, it's, it's it's really humbling to hear that anybody's putting us on, on their list of, you know, favorite podcasts to listen to. So much appreciated there. We do really appreciate each and every one of you that listen to us. We're just two guys that really enjoy wrestling, that love talking about it. So the, yeah. the fact that anybody is willing to, to hear us just just talk about it and, and, you know, just like have fun with it, man. And we, if we can bring joy to you, the time that you spend with us, man, that that's a blessing. So thank you so much for for sharing that and for just being there and listening and continue to listen, you know, where what to in whatever platform that you use, be it, you know, Spotify, iTunes or what have you, all of those, man. I really appreciate you guys. So thank you. And we are going to be continuing to bring you guys content as we continue to watch wrestling and because we're wrestling fans, man. So we'll be around for sure. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, man. I think that's a great way to to, to end it right there. Um, just sharing the love with with everybody out there that you know is listening, and and for anybody out there too that that has a podcast that they want to get started, man. Just if you have a passion for it, man, just do it. You know, like yep. I just just want to just give give any anybody that's the best advice we can give. Yeah, as inspiration. Have an idea. If you have a podcast, just do it just go with it you know because again we're, we're just two regular dudes who just enjoy wrestling and it's just it's just like hey let's just do this podcast see how it goes and and now we're you know hearing other people are really enjoying it like this man that that's it's fun that's really awesome yeah that's really i feel cool, so. I like i feel blessed man so most definitely i appreciate the love that take the time out to listen to our podcast absolutely absolutely all right, so with that said, we are going to call that an episode. So for Devin, I'm Hafiz. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.